Hi, hello and welcome to the Disobedient Business Podcast. I'm Lucy. And I'm Pippa. And this is the Disobedient Business Podcast. The funniest fuck podcast for business owners who are tired of the business bullshit and ready to fuck shit up and make money doing it. Join us as we dig into all the parts of running a service-based business, from marketing and HR to tech support and operations. We'll take a look at what the conventional wisdom would like you to do and help you to find the disobedient ways to do it better. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to this week's podcast. It is just me, Lucy, this week. No Pippa. We've given her a week off. I'd love to say that she was sick of the sound of her own voice, but definitely not. So yes, it is just me and you this week. And I'm so excited. I'm also crapping my pants. I am terrible at leaving voicemails. And I feel like this is, yeah, this is a much bigger version of leaving a voicemail. So bear with me, please. (laughs) And I hope we get through it together and I hope it all comes out enjoyable and you enjoy this little chat that we're going to get to have together. So this week on the pod we are going to be talking about podcasts. Very meta, doing a podcast talking about podcasts and we're going to talk about or I'm going to talk about with you is launching podcasts and some of the lessons that we learnt in launching the podcast and what we would maybe do differently if we were going to do it all again. So a massive caveat to this and this kind of conversation is that what we're going to talk about today is related to us. So it might not necessarily apply to you. There are some things that we like to do in our business and our production for our brains and the way that we work. And that might not be for you. And that's absolutely awesome. As you know, it's all about doing things your way and things working for you. So these are some suggestions. Take them with a pinch of salt, use them, throw them away, do what you like. So yeah, we'll dive on in and talk about the five main lessons we learned from launching a podcast. I say five, like there's going to be any kind of structure to this. We'll start with a bit of structure and then I feel like everything is going to cross over and become a great big plate of spaghetti. But there are five in there. (laughs) Maybe it will feel like many more. Maybe it will feel like many less. But we have five points. We're going with it. Stick with me. Okay. So to preface, our setup is and has been from the beginning, we're DIYing it. We have never outsourced to an editing company. We have done everything in-house from the recording to the socials, the graphics, the audiograms, the actual editing of the audio files that we record. All of it happens within dbco we are now offering that service to folks so if you were thinking that you're diying at the moment and you didn't really know where to begin with getting someone to help manage your podcast or edit it for you to take that off your plate then by all means give us a shout and also really excitingly in 2023 that we are going to be launching a podcast course on launching a podcast and everything that you need to know to get that dream to come true So yes, that's what we're working with. We are DIYing it. We've had to learn a lot of things along the way and practice a lot of things. So starting at the beginning, point one, longer lead time. Again, I think this is a little bit for us, but giving ourselves that time to work on 
all of the different aspects and practice them. So maybe to record a few episodes that you may never air, but just practice episodes to get used to talking, to get used to how it works, to have a bit of muscle memory of knowing where the record button is, knowing where the stop button is, knowing just how you're going to do it, finding your voice, so to speak, and we'll come more on to kind of voice and message, but literally practicing talking. And I know that sounds really strange, but you kind of, I mean, hopefully this isn't just unique to me or to us, but I talk, I talk all the time. I'm very used to talking, but all of a sudden we push that red button and that kind of stage fright of feeling that you're in some way performing or, you know, doing your customer service voice. <laughs> and it just, yeah, it it just makes you act weird. I don't know how to describe it. So I would do a couple of practice episodes, find, yeah, find your rhythm find your groove and that's for several reasons one is because of that maybe you're doing it on your own and therefore talking to yourself and talking into the void for 20 30 40 minutes isn't supernatural maybe in our case luckily it's Pippa and I so there's a degree of conversation and therefore just regular talking which kind of helps but then again there is still that performance aspect in bunny ears and then guests if you're going to be interviewing guests that's also really strange the people that we've had on the podcast so far have all been known to us they're people that Pippa and I have been really used to having conversations with regularly and yet in this very different dynamic it feels so awkward when you get going so yeah practice it if again if you like to there's nothing wrong with just going straight in but I would probably feel more comfortable if we'd done a couple of practice episodes that maybe never saw the light of day and also to give me the opportunity as the person that was going to be doing the tech side of it and the editing and the audiograms to have a bit more time before it was showtime to edit audio to get more familiar with the software that we were going to use for all of the different aspects of it to work through the workflow of how we had a podcast how we produce an episode to create a manual of how that works in the business and what needs to happen and therefore when episodes absolutely have to be recorded by how long they're going to take to edit to know how that fits into the workload for that week just all sorts so yeah longer lead time and the ability to have a bit of practice would have been lush the other thing that's really important is working out the point of your podcast and that's really like your message, your voice, what you want to talk about and why. Maybe you are launching a podcast for your business. And so therefore it's about something that's very connected to your business. Maybe it's something that you want to do just for fun that's really different. And it's something that you want to talk about that's just something that you're going to do because you enjoy it. Or it's something else that you either maybe want to diversify into or another yeah, just like another aspect of you. But understanding your message and what you're trying to put out there is really important. And I think that's the other thing of why practicing episodes is also helpful because it's a strange thing to talk. I don't know. I don't know if this is me and my neurodivergent brain, but to talk with a kind of purpose. So I, I, if I'm talking to people, just I'm so focused on appearing like a human 
that or I particularly struggle with thinking of any other kind of motivation. I'm just trying to get through and appear like I've not just landed from outer space. So yeah, this idea of having a conversation but not having a conversation about something just for having the conversation but that that's got to go somewhere and have a point and then finding the line between that being really scripted but not freeballing it and completely losing the point of the episode or what you wanted to talk about or the podcast overall. So definitely getting really clear on that is a really big thing because we launch podcasts for several different reasons, right? Some people it's a hobby and it's just something they really want to do. Some people it's maybe just they've got something to share with the world and they want to get it out there. For other people, maybe it's part of the marketing strategy. Maybe it's part of building your list, bringing in new contacts, clients, leads, folks into your orbit, letting them get to know you in a really different way to just reading your about page on your website. You can definitely put more personality into it. It can be really intimate if you're doing it just by yourself. So yeah, it's like a a real inside thing. And I think with Pippa and I, when we talk, it gives people an insight into our dynamic as well, which is us as mother and spawn. So that kind of also opens up a bit of a messy can of worms into another thing, which is having a bit more of a launch. So it's what came first, the chicken or the egg. Because if you're looking to list build with your podcast, then making sure that you've got a call to action in your podcast and that you've got that set up from your website point of view and your socials point of view that therefore that's going to happen is one thing. Or also putting your podcast out there, you're not going to press publish and all of a sudden thousands of people are just going to flock to you. How do people know that you've done it? How do people know that you have a podcast? There's, you know, heaps and heaps and heaps of podcasts available. How do they know that Pippa and I have, (laughs) we have so bravely pressed publish on this weird little website with all the terror that, oh my God, we've put this thing out into the world. But, you know, no, no no one's going to (laughs) know. Hey, hey, it's Lucy popping in to tell you about a fabulous workshop that we are running on the 15th of November called Disobedient Business Planning for 2023. Hosted by my co-host Pippa, we will take you through a simple planning exercise to get clear on your plans for 2023, both at a summary level and also at a more granular level, with a chance to look at planning and timetabling through the year, forecasting, planning your offer ecosystem and more. So if you're looking for a great value workshop at only £29, come and join us and grab your place at disobedientbusiness.com forward slash planning workshop. You'll also find the link in the show notes. So yeah, doing a bit of a launch to get that out there to start that spreading a little bit is also something. So do you do a kind of activity with people that are already on your list? Do you go down things like monetization and marketing channels? Do you maybe do paid ads um, and put those out on socials to alert people to the fact that you have a podcast? Yeah, there's definitely with this, there's no right or wrong or 100% what I feel like we should have done differently or what the right thing, you know, quote unquote, right thing to do maybe is. But 
I think in our case, maybe we had a bit of a plan and then we pivoted and then we didn't. And then, yeah, it's just we ended up in a situation whereby we published it. It was out there. We went on Spotify and we're like, Woo, we have a podcast. But yeah, how do you <laughs> how do the people know? Because as much as I would love to think that until the podcast launched daily, people were trawling through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, going, oh, if only there was a disobedient business podcast. If only there was a podcast with these two humans who were going to tell me how to fuck with the status quo, that they were desperately searching for that week after week and constantly disappointed until, huzzah, one day they did the search and lo and behold, there we were, ready for the delights of their eardrums. So, yes, that's, <laughs> that is something. With all of that, we definitely, we freeballed it. We went in by ourselves. Like I said, everything we've done has been by us. At the time, Pippa was working with a coach and so she got a little bit of help. So we, as a business, got a little bit of help by way of the fact that her coach had a podcast and so had some experience and helped a little bit with some things of what you would need to have together and also doing a little bit of work around messaging. But I think definitely we could have done with some more structure. Effectively, someone sent us a message on, you know, WhatsApp or Instagram, whatever with, oh yeah, so this is what I think about some things that you'll want to make sure you've got ready or that you need to think about and then we had created it from there there was no structure so what needed to come first what is the chicken what is the egg how it's all going to come together what we need to do any kind of timeline yeah so that would have been really helpful and that is why I said at the top of the show that we are going to be launching a how to launch your podcast course next year so if that is of interest, definitely get yourself on the wait list because we will be talking about it more and more very soon. So yeah, we were very lucky that we had some good guidance. We weren't completely drowning. We were very, we were, we were ducks, I think, isn't it? Where ducks float on the water and they look very serene, but beneath the water, their legs are, their legs are going and they are paddling like it is nobody's business. So yes, we weren't completely sinking, but some structure would have would have been helpful. And that really goes across all of these points as well of making sure that we were really clear on our message and our voice, of having that practice, of knowing more what the process of producing an episode was going to be like. Yeah, all sorts. And that brings me to our last point, which is, I think definitely this one is super personal to me and super personal to us. So I would say just always get ahead. We decided that when we launched the podcast that we wanted to launch with four episodes that were ready. We felt that just putting one random little episode out there didn't feel right. So we wanted to have a few from the very beginning that people could start to get stuck into and then they would be one a week thereafter. I would also just on a very personal level always like to have approximately four episodes in the can ready to go that's because shit happens maybe you're ill and you just can't record at all 
maybe have a cold and so therefore recording is hell because you need your voice to be able to record a freaking podcast. Maybe that week you've got so much client stuff on that you just don't have the headspace to sit down and show up and talk in this way or your headspace just isn't right for that at all whether clients are otherwise maybe family shit hits the fan maybe the dog has to go to the vet maybe you know maybe maybe you just need a week off (laughs) so all of these different things can happen so yeah i would very personally if you are anything like me especially if you've got any kind of rigorous commitment that you will be releasing an episode every week no matter what and that that consistency is really important to you then I would potentially recommend having a few ready. Maybe you have cluster that are recorded but not edited, and then maybe you have a few as well that are recorded and edited and just ready to go. So that if you just don't have the space for it, especially if you're DIYing and you're doing the editing, then you're not then berating yourself that you weren't able to get an episode out that week and that you've missed something and it's a disaster. So I know that for some folks, what they'll want to talk about, they'll want to do everything to be really current. That's totally fine. And if it's not for you at all, that's also totally fine. Like we've talked about constantly this episode and others, do it your way. That's the whole thing. You, it's like it's got to work for you at the end of the day. But yeah, so if you, if you are someone that wants to launch with four episodes, just ready to put out on day one, then you kind of almost want to have maybe eight episodes ready so that you've got a buffer. And if your episode's about doing things super current, then awesome. Maybe you have a couple of episodes that are on things that are current, but a bit more movable. So not, you know, breaking news this week, but very current themes that you can still use and you can slot into places that don't seem out of place. Or if you're podcast isn't about super current events then even better you've got a few episodes in there that you can hopefully fairly easily slot in and move around as you need so definitely something that I would recommend particularly if you want to do something really consistently and I know Pippa talked last week about consistent means different things to different people like maybe you do a podcast a month awesome in which case that's probably you know having four episodes if you're only doing one a month no drama you know I'm sure within a month you would tell you. I would hope that there would be the time to record and edit an episode and have it have it out. If you're going every other week, so fortnightly or bi-weekly or every two weeks, depending on which phrase works best for you with where you are in the world, then yeah, that's an option. If you're doing something weekly, then that or weekly or more frequently, that starts to afford you less flexibility so yeah i would i think like with email newsletters like pippa was discussing in last week's episode having a degree of consistency is somewhat important and to keep people engaged so that people know what's happening and what to expect that thing of again like pippa said of not you know disappearing for two months and then coming back and that not being like a bit weird so yeah thinking about your pattern and what's workable for you how frequently doing an episode producing an episode is feasible for you and yeah and then you can go from there but podcasts are fun so if you don't currently have one and you're thinking of doing one then I think that's amazing there are so many topics that are available out there and there is space for everyone maybe it's about your business maybe you're doing it vlog style Maybe you're going to teach people how to weld or to do a language or to 
anything, absolutely anything. The world is our oyster. And my final shameless plug of, and if you're thinking of launching a podcast in 2023, and you're thinking, hey, I'd really like a bit of help with that and a bit of structure, then get your name on that lovely list and keep up to date with all of the good news in the new year about our podcast launching course. If you don't already know where to find us, the address is disobedientbusiness.com and you will see a lovely button on there that will <laughs> that will show you where to go in the nicest way. So yes, I think that probably concludes our time together. I'm hoping that some of that was helpful, maybe insightful, hopefully somewhat entertaining at parts. It's been a journey and we can only hope that Pippa doesn't abandon me more often. Unless you've loved it, and in which case, let me know, and we'll make Pippa walk the plank. <laughs> but amazing, that is everything for this week, folks. Join us next week for more disobedient business fuckery and messing with the status quo. We will see you next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share the love either by leaving a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify or by tagging us on Instagram. You can get more Disobedient Business content by following us at Disobedient Business Co on Instagram or why not take the Disobedient Business quiz and find out just how disobedient your business is at disobedientbusiness.com forward slash quiz.